When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Funkers, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Welcome to another thrilling edition of Andy and Art Debunked. Boop, 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 boop. That those dulcet tones you're hearing are none other than the sweet sonorous sounds <laughs> of my sexy. Oh my goodness, slippery. <laughs> oh, I'm covered in butter. Slanderous. <laughs> Fuck you, shithead. Uh, fucking well, sure. co-host. <laughs> Art. Hey, bunk funkers, what's up, you fucking cucks? <laughs> wow, Art, coming in hot. I am, of course, your co-host, Andy, and with us today, we have such a special guest. Oh, baby. Um, you might know this guest as the a renowned podcast host. He's a historian. <laughs> He's a fucking historian. <laughs> historian. <laughs> Get it right. You might know this host as... An international sex symbol. That's true. He was a gigolo <laughs> in Europe. And you might know this guest as a guy who sometimes comes into the bunker and holds a gun to our heads. <laughs> That's right. Our special guest is none other than Brent Head of Fourth oh, Studio. Boy, yeah. boy, thank you. That's International Man of Mystery. It's kind of just, <laughs> if you just say that, it kind of encompasses it all. Wow, 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 um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, for, Brent, thank you for being here. I am so happy. Um, this is your second Trip to the bunker? Third uh, trip to the bunker? 612th. 612th? Wow. I watch you. You know, you talked about cucks. I liked, I watch you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, we're out there uh, hunting for strange, strange, strange in the Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like to come hang out and watch. I like just, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that is? Oh. Yeah, it's not. I just assumed it was the TV. I thought it was just the worst background music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was my hype man. <laughs> Little <mouth>. Jeffrey. <laughs> Little Jeffrey. Hey, he's so small. He's so tiny, he can fit in your pocket. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brent, you're here. You're hanging out. Uh, I didn't bring a hype man, and I think that's oh. something that not a lot, enough bands or podcasts have anymore. That's true. Right? That's true. What's the last band? I mean, Flavor Flav is the uh, hype man. You know who's got a hype man still? Uh, Bloodhound Gang. Wow. I can't think of the guy's name, but they, they still had the guy that like like throws a yeah, yeah. But mammals, yeah. So let's do it. And you know the song. You know, like you know when it sounds like uh, Jimmy Pop channel. is never breathing, that's the other guy filling in for him so he can breathe here and there. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, Art, I was going to stop you, you from singing, today. but I figure <laughs> let's let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> <laughs> you are familiar. Oh, of course yeah. you are with a perverted uh, 
perverted music video like that one. I bet. Oh, oh yeah, Foxtrot, Unicorn, Charlie, Kilo. Kilo yeah, oh yeah. boy, that made my little teenage peepee so hard. Oh gross! Vulcanize my whoopee stick <laughs> in the ham wallet. <laughs> um, what would the what would the modern day equivalent be of that? Um, rhino coat my. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Are you trying to do rim job? Yeah, okay. Maybe I want a rim job. It's not a big deal. All right. Would it kill a guy to get a rim job around yeah. here? I mean, what do you got to do? Jeez Louise, I've been screaming rim job for 45 minutes. <laughs> now, granted, that's his usual warm-up. So we were, <laughs> yeah, we were kind of rim, rim. I need some How water. now, brown rim job? <laughs> I need some water. Red leather, yellow, yellow rim leather. job. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Brent, we thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank Art, you. thank you for being here. I uh, have to be. Yeah, we live here together. Um, today, we're doing something very special, Bunk Funkers. Yeah. Uh, we are delving into the world of the weekly world news. Right. Now, I got to tell you, I was super excited when you guys asked me to be on this because wow. I don't know if you know this. Weekly world news is trying to make a comeback. It is. Oh, yeah, and they right. just released their first issue in years. And it was a best of covers <gasps> issue. Wow. And guess who had a half page ad? <gasps> Hysteria 51. Wow. <laughs> we were right across from... Uh, we were right across from Jay-Z down to three problems <laughs> and something to do with with uh, Kanye West and asses. I can't remember. I can't remember. Sadly. That's a great place uh, to be between. Awesome. Yeah. Kanye West and asses and Jay-Z. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, Kim Kardashian was on there. But yeah, me right. and down to three problems is really the, the my takeaway. Good from for Jay-Z. Let's give it up for Jay-Z. He's been through a lot and it's good to see, you know, a small music, a small musician, you know, breaking through like Jay-Z. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you're going to hear a lot more from Jay-Z in the future. <laughs> well, he's in the I want to know what's your history with weekly world news. Obviously, you're you have to be somewhat of a fan. So I, I remembered as a kid, I would always when we went shopping would look at that, right? Yeah, and be like, whoa. And even then, I had the wherewithal to know like this is tongue in cheek. Okay, it was way before mm -hmm. like the Onion and Hard Times and stuff right. like that, you know. And when I saw that they were coming back, I was like, I've got to get something in there. You know, they, <laughs> they did a. Um, I, I don't remember if it was a not a GoFundMe, but like a Kickstarter or mm -hmm. one of those. Right. And they did that. I'm like, I will buy one of those. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Now, now, Bunk Funkers, in case you don't know, I mean, man, you should know at this point, Brent yeah. is the yeah, co-host <laughs> of Hysteria 51, uh, one of the, I don't know, pillars uh, of podcasting. We're, we're, we're two daddies, and Hysteria 51 is like Mr. Bunker's daddy. I don't know if you know this. Hysteria 51 is one of the two million podcasts in the world. Wow, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. I checked. Yeah. Uh, so, so thank you. I mean, Hysteria 51, great show, big show. If Bunk Bunkers, if you haven't checked it out, check right. it out. You gotta. Um, we've, Art and I may have made appearances there you, before. You, unfortunately. You sure have. Um, so, Brent, Hysteria 51 kind of adjacent to what Mr. Bunker's conspiracy time is. Yeah, we're, we're in the similar. vein. Yeah, we're in throbbing, the same vein. Throbbing vein. We're right. both we're both in the same 
<laughs> throbbing piece of humanity. We're in the same turgid hallway. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we did, talk about nonsense. I always tell people, people say, what do you do for a living? And I say, I tell dick and fart jokes about ghosts <laughs> and aliens. Uh, and usually they stop asking after that. Yeah, but, you know, I'm going to go talk to somebody else. Is Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living? Yeah. Nobody asked you that question. <laughs> That'll be four ninety nine. dick and fart jokes. <laughs> you know what I do for my work? I don't care. <laughs> people are like, like covering their their kids ears and like walking sorry, out of I the windies. <laughs> do you know what I do for a living? Also, I want the toys. <laughs> what do you mean I can't choose which toy? <laughs> this is pop right? Give, give me Dave Thomas right now. <laughs> Take him up, Dave. Wait, 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 Take up Dave Thomas's body. <laughs> Brent, did Weekly World News? steer you into the paranormal great question. I, I think that i was always into into it you know i grew up in a house that had weird stuff going on and i was always like fascinated with ghosts and aliens mm-hmm. and things like that my it was funny you say that i my wife is on vacation right now and i've had pluto on the unsolved mystery channel just all week like i Hell turn it yeah. on and that's all i watch i've always been into it and I, I think that was one of those things when I was a kid. I, I just, I gravitated towards it, and it yeah. was like mm-hmm. the black and white trash tabloid. It, it, it right. catches you. It really does. I mean, because it's sitting there amongst all these stupid other the alien people. shaking hands. In yeah. fact, so here's a, a side note. I, I, I was, I've thrown a lot of weekly rolled news. If you guys look right there, I have a Batboy statue I brought oh, with me. Wow. Literally, but you wow. see it? Oh yeah, I see I, him. I brought him with me here, and. Uh, um, it's just one of those things that is like such in the cultural zeitgeist. Yes. You know, it's such a fun. It's just little... fun. It's pure fun. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. And, and it's it got, fun. It got popular. Well, you know? Yeah. Like oh. newsstands across the country. Then I'll leave you alone. I forgot this one. So we, I, I traveled to Memphis, Tennessee, and I got the chance to record an episode of Hysteria 51 in the world famous Sun Studio. It was That's amazing. Right. That's where, you know, Everyone, Elvis and Jimmy and Aaron, Jim, well, Johnny Car- Johnny Carson, Johnny Cash. <laughs> wow. well, uh, Johnny right Cash. There. I'm going to do my country album now. This is going to be some weird country stuff. <laughs> it's weird, though. You go in there, they have like Def Leppard on the wall and stuff that's recorded. There. You're in U2. I'm like, really? But, <laughs> um, so I had to I had to do like the, the cover. I had to do the cover for our episode. I took the picture of the alien from World Weekly News shaking hands with uh, uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah, and then I got him with like Johnny Johnny Cash and shit. You know, I was like, I was like, oh, that's nice. you got to use that. Yeah, that was before Bill Clinton and that alien got into a fist fight over Hillary's love. <laughs> All right, what's his name? Pete Pallad. Pallad. Yeah, he makes a lot of appearances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very a, famous recurring character. And he's well dressed. He he, he yes. sometimes he's naked. Sometimes he's in a suit. Yeah, you know, he's a good, well, good looking guy. Yeah. Well, and you he's know, well connected extraterrestrial and. And, you know, Plod's not bad either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love those new Hillary nudes. Where are those going to leak, baby? Oh. <laughs> I'm just playing the saxophone. Come on, man. I'm, I'm, just, play, I'm just playing with my sax. Up, you know what I mean? You guys want to have sax? <laughs> hey, brother, you want to have sax with me? <laughs> you want to have sax with me? <laughs> sax is sax. I'm just happy that our jokes are timely. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Welcome back to the 90s politics hour. <laughs> Yeah, baby. How about those Balkan Wars? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> hey, hey, Art, how about you suck on <laughs> Melosa dick? <laughs> Who's on the phone? Is that Marge Shad? <laughs> <laughs> More like Marge shit, am I right? Jeez, Uh-oh. these red stink.
Wink. <laughs> this economy rules. We'll never be in a recession. Anyway, you guys, I gotta, I gotta leave. I gotta go to Circuit City. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna go sexually harass a few of the interns. So. Hey. But it's okay. We don't care about none it of now. this is ever coming back to me. <laughs> All my decisions have no repercussions. Oh good lord. Oh my god. Well, bunk funkers, if you haven't guessed it yet, today. We're going to just do a bit of a weekly world news round table. That's right. Uh, everybody has picked a weekly world news article uh, that we're going to talk about individually and oh, yeah. then discuss each one as a group. Uh, this will undoubtedly be sort of like a, a weekly world news Algonquin round table. <laughs> uh, there will be high minded discussion of all the topics covered in each of the articles, and we will give a thorough analysis of the points raised and criticisms thereof. I don't Wrong! get that reference. Oh, <laughs> That's a reference for Brent. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, Art? Do you want me to go first? I, I think we should hand it over to you our dear guest. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited, and I tell you what. He's I, got a great one. Oh, he wants to go first. Okay, Brent. I, I, I have no sometimes, problem. Sometimes, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm maybe used to Art will show people the ropes. I'm used to going caboose, but I'm bunker. happy to go first. We have such a strict rule. You know, it's a very complicated format we I do. I would, but mm, then we're going to do it for everyone. <laughs> All right, Brent. So this one is a newer, this is a newer story Ooh. because I said they're making their comeback. They've been online for a while. Redneck vampires terrorize <laughs> Alabama, mm. Alabama, dot, dot, dot. Once again. Oh, my God. They're back. This is uh, from July 7th of this year. Transyl, Alabama. (laughs) Everyone in these parts knew that Vladdy Joe Crump made moonshine in a cave (laughs) below Dexter Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) And they knew he was a little strange. They all knew he was a vampire. That was nothing. They knew that. Yeah, right. Here's a quote, but everyone thought that was over, that Vladdy Joe was in hiding permanently, but it looks like he has returned, said Transyl Mayor Leroy Clemens. You don't want to go down that road. <laughs> down that hey. road is uh, hey. Vladdy Jones. Hey, hey, Moon- I'm going to suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> M- Moonshine <Hey>. Sala. <laughs> Come over here let me suck your blood a little bit. Come over sit, let's sit on my lap. I'm going to suck your blood. Go pick a switch off the... The, go pick a go. You're gonna get a whip, and I'm gonna suck your blood. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on to say, a couple months back, we started getting reports again of folks with puncture wounds on them. Mayor Clemens recalled, Doc Evans said they were fang marks, and we figured rattlers was the culprits. <laughs> we have a few snake handling churches down in the valley, and every once in a while, someone would get chomped. Amen. We didn't pay it much, never mind. <laughs> But when the bites appeared on Baptists and members of the Assembly of oh God, folks God. began getting worried all over again. Oh, my God. These are people who don't handle snakes. <laughs> Good Lord. May, may <laughs> the body of snake Jesus be with you. <laughs> and also with you. <laughs> my daughter, Sadie Lou, came home uh, with what I thought was a hickey, <gasps> which was troubling enough, said Rodney Sapp, but also had a blank stare. It was even worse than usual. <laughs> And wow. Where geez. her mama kissed her goodnight, she's seen two holes in her neck. I said, boy, howdy, woman. I've seen enough horror movies to know that them's the marks of a vampire. <gasps> oh my. What's more biting, the vampire or Rodney Sapp's commentary on his daughter's attitude? <laughs> Jeez oh, Louise. Lord. And I'm glad you said biting. That was a good use of, good turn of phrase there. <laughs> yep. 
it's a vampire. Oh my god. Dr. Evans confirmed that the fang marks oh. were too far apart to have been caused by a serpent. <laughs> the doctor confirmed it. I knew something was sorely amiss, the 60-year-old town physician told World Weekly News. <laughs> Patients were asking for evening hours, then coming into my office walking like zombies. They were pale and severely anemic, and the only abnormalities I could find were the bite marks. I consulted with our local dentist who noted that wounds had marks of incisors, molars, and one wisdom tooth. We knew we were dealing with a human, but a human with fangs. Wow. We've seen this before down here. We were right away. We knew right away that vampires were back. Yeah, you got their vampire problem right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone get yourself a bunch of garlic. Oh, crucifix. <laughs> oh, big old steak. Oh, no, we got another infestation of vampires. Should we call Terminix? No, call Crucinix. <laughs> yeah, I can get you on uh, two Tuesdays from now. I'm swamped down here in the Crucifix Heights. Uh, you I still got, got the number for Van Helsing? <laughs> I'm going to call Van Helsing real quick. He charges too much. Oh, come on now, Van Helsing. Don't call George too much. <laughs> well, look, there it is. Van Helsing's van. <laughs> he's here. Oh, he's here to save the day. <laughs> well, I live in it, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hi, I'm Van Helsing. Hi, I'm Van. I'm Van Helsing. Where's the vampire? Hi, and this, this is my silver crossbow. This is my partner, Charles Hall. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "World word quickly spread, and everyone was under suspicion. Each odd manner mannerism was noticed. Odd beyond the usual unusualness." Doctor Evans noted. Houses of suspects were staked out, literally. Prayers meets were held, but the number of people entering churches dwindled as the number of people who said they had something else to do continued to mount. Oh, my God. Suspicion soon became paranoia. One guy punched old Charlie Crane right between the eyes and drug him down to the jail, related Mayor Clemens. He said Charlie was fixing to bite the neck of a purely little gal. I told him that was plain foolishness because Charlie ain't got a tooth in his head. Turns out he was just wobbly due to too much moonshine and fell against his cousin Mary. <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah, I was worried. I think I, but I think Charlie might be a pedophile. <laughs> well, he definitely likes to fuck his cousin. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you doing, step cousin? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing, natural brother? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Van Helsing? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm murdering I'm a vampire. Exterminate. It's like Van Helsing's in a porno, and it's like the, the porn chick is like trying to get him. Did you did order you a dead vampire? Did, you, did anybody order a large crossbow? Oh, wow. Are you here to kill the a vamp, a sexy, seductress vampire? I'm here to kill you with this dick. Yes, I'm going to kill you. Oh, God, you shot me with a crossbow. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> uh, speaking of victims, who were the victims? The victims were mainly women, but a few young men also fell prey, prey to the blood-sucking monster. If it were a silver cloud... If there was a silver cloud, it was that with each new attack, additional clues surfaced. Uh, That's from Dr. Evans. Analysis of the neck wounds revealed traces of chewing tobacco Mm. and race car and bass fishing magazines were found at the scene of several assaults. (laughs) Well, naturally. Well, it takes a long time to suck all the blood out of a human. The conclusion was inescapable. Them redneck vampires were back. Oh, Oh, good Lord. Oh, my God. Lord God and baby Jesus. As far 
Whereas more and more people were eliminated by staking, not by careful detective work, and alibis were checked out, the list was narrowed to Vladdy Joe Crump, who lived in a tar paper shack on the edge of town. <laughs> Neighbors realized that they hadn't actually seen Vladdy Joe in the daylight for quite some time. Oh my God, you're telling me that guy Vladimir Joe Crump is a vampire? <laughs> Good Lord, I would have never suspected a guy like that. <laughs> Vladimir Dracul Joe Vampire. Uh, or Trump is a vampire? Get the fuck out! God damn! First coach for Ratu and now this? <laughs> God, coach for Ratu. Only Lord. coach better than coach for Ratu was that Nick team, Saban. That team, there you go. <laughs> it goes coach for Ratu. Then Nick Saban. That is it. Then Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Famous survivalist coach. Papa, what's the guy Bear Bryant? No. Bear Bryant. He's Bear. fifth. <laughs> Bear Grylls way ahead of him. Yeah. That piss-drinking UK freak. Oh, my God. He could coach Oh, my God. Team. If you could combine Nick Saban and Bear Grylls, all them <laughs> Alabama linemen out there drinking their coach own piss. Coach too. <laughs> Thank it. you, Regan Morty. Vladdy Joe sightings. Some raccoon hunters seen him in the woods around midnight a couple times, but they didn't think it was odd. They feared he'd been out doing a moonlight check on the old plywood still. Wow. But we decided yeah. to stop at his place one morning for a look-see. We were surprised to see the windows were boarded up, but we got a bigger shock when we walked in. There he was, laying in a wooden box of some kind made of plywood. He'd actually took apart his still to make it. <laughs> That's what tipped them off. He took the <laughs> still apart to make it. <laughs> he raised up and kind of hissed at us, made a hair stand up on my neck. I ain't embarrassed to say. And he asked what in tarnation was going on and said he just got to sleep and told us to get, get out. Well... <laughs> Something definitely didn't seem right to a couple of the boys slapped cuffs on him and they threw him in a cell where he continued the investigation. Now we're getting to the end. The wild discovery. Oh. A check of Crump's cave produced a startling discovery. Among the common brown bats hanging from the ceiling was <laughs> South American vampire. Oh, oh my God. Uh, an amateur naturalist, uh, Dr. Evans. Clearly his bite was the source of Crump's addiction to fresh blood. And Ted... Tests proved um, their prisoner was clearly guilty, but fate spared the town the trauma of a primetime trial. The next morning, the redneck vampire was found dead in a cell. <gasps> oh, he figured that he was about to be lynched, so he'd asked for his last meal. And uh, a deputy obliged and brought him a 36-ounce T-bone. But the feasting on blood had raised Vladdy Joe's cholesterol count to the bursting point, and he finished his food. He had a massive coronary. <laughs> It was justice, Dr. Evans said. Poetic justice. That steak went right to his heart. <laughs> God damn, that is amazing. Wow. Good Lord, that's What great. an ending. Redneck vampires again. I like that Dr. Evans is the town physician and also an amateur naturalist. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I love this story for a couple of reasons. One of the biggest ones, it reminds me of one of my favorite uh, indie comic book series that I think everybody should check out. It's called Redneck, and it is about Southern vampires. Oh, no shit. Who, they own a, like, uh, I think it's a cattle ranch where they literally, like, slaughter cows, but they're also all vampires. Wow. And it uh, it's actually, a it, you know, it's a really good series. If you're looking for a new comic book, to read comic book series Redneck, it's Image Comics. Wow, 
Wow. Right? Okay. It reminds, there was a, a 90s movie about a town of vampires living out in the like the <laughs> West, and they literally have SPF 5000, and they just <laughs> live like normal people, and they're working with this company that's making synthetic blood so they can like just live normal lives, but the bad guy comes, and he makes wooden bullets, <laughs> and he's killing them, <laughs> and it is... It is as, as almost as good as the story was. I'm wow, tell you. that sounds like an incredible I movie. Love that story. And that the name of it, and I don't remember. <laughs> well, I mean, Google it, Bunk Funkers, and watch it. Figure it out. I mean, Brent, wow, what a story. That was incredible. Yeah, and true. Yeah, that's all true. <laughs> true. Weekly World News, famously, everything is factual. Mm-hmm. Stick to the heart. You think they wrote that? Starting with like, okay, Southern vampires, or they started with the idea of a stake to a vampire's heart. Right. Like, I got an idea. Yeah. Well, didn't we do Southern vampires a couple of years ago? Oh, crap. Here we go. Again. You know, they probably had this vampire joke and they were like, oh, also Southern vampires. And it's like, here we go. A match made in heaven. <laughs> I uh, just hey, love I'm here it. to slay the vampire or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know. I can leave if you want. <laughs> I have to sit here. Hold on. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming, Van Helsing. Please stick around. <laughs> <clears throat> Art. Yeah, what's up, dude? Would you like to go now? Sure. You want to share your article with us? Sure. Um, this is a great article. Uh, a bit of a departure from vampires, but also in the realm of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. This is a story. This is a 100% true story by <laughs> Dunwich Dundorfer. Mm-hmm. Famous writer, Dunwich the famous Dundorfer. famous journalist Dunwich Dundorfer, Gilbert Godfrey, haunted by the ghost of Caesar Romero. That just smells true. It does, right? Me. Seems like Gilbert Godfrey would be now, involved does the in the seance. Still cover like the mustache because he doesn't want to shave it. Wasn't was he famous for like never shaving his mustache when he was like the 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 Joker? Yeah, whatever. when he was the Joker, they painted over. Painted, they I'm not make- shaving for this travesty. That was his uh, signature mustache. He wasn't going to shave it off. I like the ad that I'm getting on this story. I'm going to show it to you guys. This is, I believe, this is Gwen Stacy. My, I don't know who's Spider Girl. I don't know, <laughs> and I tell you what, screenshot that. <laughs> this is the mo- it says most addictive game play now, and it is um, a close up of ass. It's a close up of, of an ass. animated uh, looks like Spider Girl, <clears throat> massive behind. I mean, <clears throat> thick with seven C's. Spider Man, uh, far from analingus. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get his tongue that far in. <laughs> Good lord. So, uh, Gilbert Godfrey, haunted by the ghost of Caesar Romero. Um. You know, actually, uh, you know, here's the thing is, is we, we actually, you know, we, Gilbert Godfrey is actually a friend of the podcast and sometimes he, mm-hmm. you know, he, uh, you know, sometimes he comes on mm-hmm. and he, he wants to talk a little bit about, uh, some of the, you know, some of the things that happened. So, uh, uh, Gilbert, would you like to read some of your article? Sure. (laughs) It began right around the time I started my podcast. I thought I was just going a little crazy. Overworked, maybe. I ignored it at first, but I kept having unusual things happen around the house. Sometimes, even while I was on stage. Orange wedges appearing out of thin air, rocketing towards my body. Usually aimed directly at my hindquarters. <laughs> I thought it was just another wacky, out of date joke. <laughs> oh, that's not me talking anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Gilbert, do you want me to? Do you want me to take it away, or you, I can bring it back for some of your other quotes? Sure, sure. You tell the rest of the story. All right, all right. I know it by heart, but <laughs> Caesar Romero shot me in the ass. <laughs> uh, you know, Gilbert. You, a memoir. You, you were accompanied by your uh, uh-huh. by by his, your wife Dara for right. this interview and faithful companion podcast co-host Frank uh, Santo Padre. Right, Frank and Dara. So Frank had to say this. I thought it was just another wacky, out-of-date joke that Gilbert was trying to pull over me. Orange wedges on the coffee table when I came back from a short (laughs) bathroom break. Can you imagine? Gilbert would insist that he had nothing to do with it. Frank laughs. I believed him. One night I got pelted in the buttocks when I was talking with Gilbert in the front Mm -hmm. hall near the door. I had my eyes on him the whole time. What was that? Yikes! <laughs> That's what Frank said. Yikes! He He's just remembering. <laughs> Yikes! He couldn't have done it. I called Dara the next day and asked about the unusual concurrence. Um, when Frank called me to ask about the orange wedges, I was horrified. Whatever was happening to us was spreading to our friends. I was okay with it happening to me and Gilbert, but nobody else should have to suffer, cried Dara. Um... Uh, let's see. So then, Gilbert, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Do you mind if I attempt one of your, your voice? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Okay. I was like having a snack readily available to me at all ready random times throughout the day. Orange wedges are refreshing. I am used to being pelted with them in the patoot. <laughs> that was pretty good. Good job. <laughs> You sound like Gilbert Gottfried's cousin, Moishi. <laughs> you do sound like Moishi. Moishi Gottfried. <laughs> Brett, right do you want to try and do my voice? I am terrified of trying to do that voice. <laughs> okay. All right. All Yikes. Right. Yikes. Uh, I like it when it happens early in the morning. Breakfast in bed. What a luxury. Oh, my God. Is it ever. Gilbert Peens, you preened. I peened. I peened. Do you have any idea how much money I am saving on fresh fruit? <laughs> now that's breakfast in bed, Gilbert. That's breakfast in bed. That's that's money in the bank. That's breakfast in bed. I'm a happy Gilbert. The truth revealed. We didn't find out the identity of the spiritual entity until we had paid a psychic to come to the apartment. <laughs> we did a few rituals and held a seance, and there it was, Mr. Santo Padre explains. We were ecstatic to learn that Gilbert was being haunted by the one and only Caesar Romero. <laughs> da, da, da. Caesar Romero played one of my heroes. Played the Joker, right? That's who he was. Mm-hmm. Yes, like the original Joker in yeah. Batman '66, before your time. Yeah, well before. Have my you time. seen it? No, I don't think no. I've ever seen. It. That's Adam da, West, right? Da, 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 <laughs> Zach Pow Biff <laughs> Sacrapon Quank Dink Spoink Penis Yikes. Uh apparently Mr. Romero is not happy with me. He thinks I've been spreading a rumor about him on my podcast, Gilbert Grins. <laughs> um I've asked almost every celebrity I've interviewed if the rumor was true. Some won't some won't answer. Some- <laughs> I'll never tell. That's my little secret. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. 
Some won't answer. Some say it's a lie. Some don't know for sure. But some correct me on the details. Mandarin Orange is not naval, is what Adam West said, I believe. Really, the issue isn't the haunting itself. Gilbert loves the attention from any celebrity. Oh, my God, do I ever. Especially a celebrity like Brent Hand. Well, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, the real issue is that sometimes he haunts Gilbert on stage. It is just throwing off the timing of his jokes, like your famous aristocrats joke. That's right. It takes incredible timing to talk Ta-da! about ch- children fucking their parents <laughs> to completion. You don't want to screw up the timing in that. Uh, Caesar has ruined the Ben Gazara uh, bit about 15 times in a row and is really starting to mess with Gilbert's confidence. Ben uh, Gazara jokes are not working anymore. What planet are we on? Frank exclaims. <laughs> we just ought to figure out how to get Mr. Romero to understand scheduling. Our weekly world news asked for Frankie Gilbert to relay the rumor about Caesar Romero in its full glory. Leaving out no small detail, they did so completely. Weekly World News still uh, will not publish this rumor. It is not fit for public consumption, like most of Milbert, like most of Mister Gottfried's comedy. Wow! Don't you think that that Weekly World News has a staff psychic or or seance person that could just you know handle this and, and take care of it for Mister Gottfried? Like, haven't you asked them for that? I've asked. <laughs> I don't have the resources to hire a, a psychic myself. Times they are tough. You know, psychics so expensive. <laughs> a, mi- a dollar a minute? And I, I'm living paycheck to, I'm living cameo to cameo. <laughs> I hope more people have birthdays. They want mitzvah. me to shout at them. They're bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs. Quinceañeras, I don't care. Well, Gilbert, come on. Why don't we get a cameo? Can we get a free cameo right now? A free cameo? I can give it to you if you pay me. What do you want me to say? You've got some cash on you. Yeah, yeah. Here, uh, what do you want? What do you want? I got six bucks. Can you kill Cesar Romero's ghost? (laughs) You know what? Let me make some calls. Okay. I'll do the cameo. Uh, Uh, This whole thing is a cameo. That's true. Did I tell Thank you. you. Did Good I tell night. you you're my favorite, my, my second favorite host of USA Up All Night? Who's your first? Rhonda Shear, the only other host. Ah. <laughs> Once again, you've lost to Rhonda Shear. Yeah. Sorry, Gilbert. Uh, Rhonda took everything from me. <laughs> Rhonda, I'll curse you till the day I die. <laughs> when Fuck I was, you, Rhonda Shear. When I was growing up, USA Up All Night was on Saturday, Fridays and Saturdays, yeah. and Friday was Gilbert Godfrey. He was the host, and Saturday was Rhonda Shear, and they played horrible B-movies. I mean, bad, like on purpose, bad. Right. And his was just like, you know, him doing his shtick and talking about it, and then hers was her being a quote, like a bimbo, like it was like a, a character that she played. And a couple years ago, I was on a on a show, and the guests were me and Rhonda Shear, <gasps> and I was like, "14-year-old me is fucking ecstatic right now," <laughs> and she was great. And so we actually on our show we do some bonus episodes on our Patreon, and we call them Up All Nights. Yeah. So she did the intro for it. So she's like, "Hi, everybody. This is Rhonda Shear. Wow. You're listening to Hysteria Fifty One Up All Night, and that's all she always did on the show." I'm like, and people your age have no idea. I have no and idea. Then people like my age and older go, holy shit, Rhonda Shear. Yeah. I know. I, I, I can't help but note that I did not get a call to do this intro. <laughs> um, 
Well, fuck you, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll go fuck myself. Yeah, maybe you should go fuck yourself. Spe- Ta-da! Nah. Speaking of fucking... We're the that- aristocrats. Shave <laughs> and a haircut. I'm gonna go fuck myself. I love that you did say fucking to completion. <laughs> it's important to know that they come. <laughs> The cum is an important part. It's the aristocrat. They might as well call it the (laughs) aristocum. Well, Gilbert, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. I think Andy's coming back from the bathroom. He had some diarrhea. Yeah, he's always got diarrhea. (laughs) Yeah, well. He requests a cameo every time he has diarrhea. I've made $10,000 for him in cameos. He's coming. Please talk to me. I need to take a shit. It's the only way I can. It's usually me berating him for being a fat sack of crap who can't hold his bowel. (laughs) After he masturbates, he hangs up. (laughs) He's always there jerking it. (laughs) Jerking his gherkin on the turlet. (laughs) Jerking his gherkin. (laughs) That is his biography, Andy, the Andy Hart story. (laughs) Jerking his gherkin. I won't buy it. (laughs) On the turlet. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go stand in the corner. All right, Gilbert, thanks for coming on. It's good to see you. Remember, no eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look at the wall. This isn't my first podcast. Uh, did you guys ever hear the the they played the? It was on Howard Stern. We had called them, and it's like his normal voice. It's like, hi, this is Gilbert. I'm just calling. Yeah, it's pretty, call. it is apparently a character he does. Yeah, it's so funny. Like it's so good. You would think he would have. Bobcat goes waited by now, where Bobcat was just like 25 years ago. I'm never doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you would st- think, but no, the dude is committed. Yeah. Was that, is that Gilbert Gottfried in the corner? Yeah, he's in the corner. You don't, don't, don't look at don't, him. He has oh, enough stuff. Oh. <laughs> wow. I've never had any interaction with Gilbert Gottfried. I might go talk to him. <laughs> no, no, Andy. He told us a little bit about what you do. Oh. Was it was it the shooting? It was the shooting, wasn't it? I'm sorry, I was jerking off in the bathroom. Yeah, you told us about jerking your gherkin to completion. To com- yeah, yeah, Brent. I always finish. No point in doing a job half assed. Not my fault you didn't get off. I did, <laughs> and I did it faster than you ever. Well, will. you know, Andy takes the phrase "shit" or "get off the pot" to a literal. You're gonna get Sh- off on the pot. Shit and get off on the pot. Yeah, <laughs> that's my philosophy. Um, Andy, um, what did you what did you make of Cesar Romero uh, being a ghost? Wow. Uh, um, Do you like that story? I liked it. I like the fact that there's uh, fresh produce involved. That's very healthy. Right. Um, I like Andrew Norge is not naval. I like the fact that they listen to podcasts in heaven. Or hell. <laughs> or hell. I mean, wherever he's at, purgatory. Yeah. yeah. In the afterlife, somewhere yeah. or another. I mean, you know, I think for all of us here, that's... Think it adds? We got to figure out... We got to figure out how to get that. That's market. right. That's right. Gilbert Godfrey's doing Buku, Buku uh, numbers up there with the afterlife. We need to get some of that. The audience. afterlife market. I mean, they got nothing. They got all of eternity to just sit around and listen to podcasts. We need to add some of that market share, baby. Well, I have a story to tell. All right, one last story, uh, and it's this story of my family, Hogzilla. <laughs> Mut- Andy is from the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, I'm, probably, oh, I'm from the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, mutant twelve foot pig killed in Georgia. I'm sorry, Andy. This, I will say, I, there was a quote unquote hogzilla, and I'm praying that this is the true story because why wouldn't it be? It's it's right. world news, right? But uh, go on. Um, I just want to point out that the there's there's a lot of pictures in here, uh, and the first picture is an old man. Uh, bending over a grave with a cross, and on the cross it says Hogzilla, 
and they added a speech balloon to the man, and it says, I couldn't believe it. His head was as big as a truck tire. <laughs> uh, and then there are some pictures of the hogzilla. But here's here's the basics. Here's the uh, this is written by uh, Taylor Bridges, a fairly uh, mundane weekly yeah. world news correspondent name. A monstrous mutant pig held in a small farming community in a held a small farming community in a grip of terror, stomping out of the forest for nightly rampages that destroyed crops, wrecked barnyards, and left beloved pets and farm animals savaged. Dubbed Hogzilla, the colossal twelve foot porker tipped, <laughs> tipped the scales at a staggering 1,000 pounds and became a legend and nightmare for the uh, residents of Alf- Alfalfa, Georgia, a hamlet 125 miles south of Macon. Weekly World News learned that Hogzilla's reign of terror uh, ended last September when veteran hunting guide Chris Griffin courageously shot this. This was oh, no. from 2005. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey! Lois, look at what I remember that time I went down to hunt Hogzilla. <laughs> Chris, where were you? <laughs> Dad, you shot me! I'm a pig. <laughs> they just have Hogzilla and it's got the beanie, Meg's beanie on. <laughs> uh, Meg's beanie, yeah. It would be, it would be Meg. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Peter, you shot Meg. <laughs> well, it's her fault for looking so much like a pig. <laughs> Who's <laughs> Ned? <laughs> so, Chris Griven courageously shot the behemoth porker. They love saying porker. <laughs> I went right over there and couldn't believe it, says Griffin's pal, Ken Holyoke, who runs a hunting plantation. His head was as big as a truck tire. Griffin's brave feet is astonishing, considering the size and ferocity of the creature. If I came face to face with a hog that big, I would have just turned around and ran for my life, says local shop owner, Darlene Turner. Either that or climb up the closest tree. Good point, Darlene. She and the rest of the quiet town are breathing a collective sigh of relief after the slaying of this giant beast. Uh, with the pig that size, we're glad somebody killed it, adds mm-hmm. Turner. They'll go after people. They'll chase you down. And according to police spokeswoman Renee Copeland, they're just nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no redeeming qualities and terrible kissers. Over the centuries, hunters have considered wild pigs to be among the most dangerous of game, armed with razor-sharp tusks that can <laughs> slash Feral them. hogs! <laughs> feral hogs! 50 feral hogs, they'll come. What am I supposed to do when I've got my kids out in the yard and 30 to 50 feral hogs come up on them? What am I supposed to do? What I'll am bug I an NFL to do? football team of feral hogs. I'll ask up. you again. What am I supposed to do? What the fuck do I do if I don't have a gun? Now oh. that's bullshit because they all have guns. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when the hogs get guns? The hog was killed with 137 rounds. <laughs> <laughs> children's auxiliary. <laughs> that's Southern children's militia. Yeah. <laughs> and dance troupe. <laughs> Multifaceted. New millennium. Uh, normal feral pigs average just 250 pounds, Brent. Yeah, well, I don't know if you knew that. Hogzilla was a horrifying four times that size. A hellacious half ton of ham on the hoof. What an alliteration! I a love hellacious that. half ton of ham on the hoof. A hellacious half ton ham. Oh my god. Hogzilla was good. a horrifying four times that size. A hellacious half ton ham on the hoof. Can I tattoo that on your head? Yeah, but no. <laughs> on the small of my back. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> That's your tramp stamp. With an arrow pointing directly to my butthole. Ham on earth. Ham on earth. And this, and this, and his scythe-like tusks are a terrifying nine inches long, the size of hunting knives. Griffin, a six-footer. <laughs> Talking about his penis or his height? I don't know. We don't know. He's it a six-footer. <laughs> Griffin, a six-footer, looked puny next to Hogzilla strung up by its hind legs. A copy of that picture proudly hangs in Alfalfa resident Drew White's auto parts store. People just back up and ask, is it real? I assume they're talking about his penis again. <laughs> I can't believe that there's a hog that big in the woods. But there was. And his hogzilla was too gigantic to put in a freezer. And his head too huge to mount. Griffin and Holyoke turned him, uh, buried him in a grave that's fast becoming a tourist you attraction. Can't, you can't cut him apart. I don't even know if you know that or not. There's yeah, no way. There's to no way. No. You couldn't eat it. No. Uh, Griffin, who now Everyone works at the knows they're all Walmart. Jewish down in <laughs> Georgia. Alfalfa's yeah. all large, kosher. Large Jewish community. Yeah. They, they keep kosher. Oh, man, yeah. you, you bring Hogzilla over to fucking uh, that place in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, where they do the whole hog roast. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Oh, oh they would. Over here, we don't. We can't nosh on that. So, um, <laughs> Griff. Chris Griffin now works at the local Walmart uh, and is becoming quite a celebrity. He's a great uh, I welcome Walmart. I killed Hogzilla. <laughs> we have a sale on uh, you know, ranch. People remark on how small he is compared to Hogzilla. They want his autograph. Uh, and he says, I've gotten used to it, but before it kind of freaked me out. <laughs> Very level-headed of Chris. Yeah, yeah this is what he's saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's all true. <laughs> now, while there are no records of feral pig shootings, Department of Natural Resources biologist Kent Kammermeyer says he never heard of one this large before. Daryl Anderson, CEO of the National Swine Registry, says a normal farm-raised hog usually only measures about seven feet. That's about half the size of Hogzilla. The killing of Hogzilla has even reached the ears of the prestigious National Geographic Group. They sent a forensic crew to Alfalfa to investigate the gigantic grunter's remains. <laughs> that probe is due to be aired in a March episode of Ultimate Explorer on the on the National Geographic TV wow. channel. So just look for that coming up in March of 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, some skeptics refuse to believe that a pig as big as Hogzilla ever existed, but Alfalfa residents know the truth. They even held a special holiday on November 13th celebrating Griffin and the Hogzilla legend with floats and a parade through town. As one resident, the scary thing is there are others out there. (laughs) Between them and the vampires, we just don't go outside. I mean, yeah, this is a tough time to be in Georgia or Alabama. There's the, um, (laughs) what was his name? Vladdy... Vladdy Joe Crumb. Vladdy yeah, Joe Crump. Crump. Yeah. Crump. 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 We yeah. got Vladdy Joe Crump. We got a whole family of Hogzillas out mm-hmm. there. Wow. Uh, Brent, what's the biggest pig you ever saw in person? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us right now. You have to say it. And we need exact measurements. Don't lie, Brent. We'll know if you're lying. No, I am from a little town of 700. I, I grew up on a farm land outside of a town of 700 people. Wow. I've seen a lot of pigs. But I've never seen a 700-pound pig. Wow. Or no, I'm sorry, a 1,000-pound pig. 1,000-pound pig, half-ton. That's a half-ton pig. That's a half-ton. Half-ton, half-ton hellacious ham on the hoof. <laughs> That's a half-ton. Just like a tramp stamp. Yeah. Half-ton of hellacious ham on the hoof. If that isn't a cartoon by now, a half-ton of hellacious ham on the hoof. That's got to be like Peppa Pig's, like, uh, right. there's got to be like that's, a bodybuilder on Peppa Pig. That's what um, Mommy Pig calls Daddy Pig <laughs> when the kids are in bed. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to make you squeal. <laughs> Ooh, Daddy Pig. Oh, Daddy Pig. Oh, Mommy Pig. Oh, my tail is quite uncurled, Mommy Pig. <laughs> I've got a raging pig boner. <laughs> 
<laughs> also a name of one of my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that. It's so fucking crass. There's like no pig imagery. It's just I've got a pig burner. And then like there's the cut to the the cartoon pauses, cut to the rest of the boardroom, the rest of like Peppa Pig, the BBC's board is like, what the fuck? And it's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's like uh, he's horny. He's he's in a pig boner. He's in a sport coat and and a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big boner. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's feeling a bit randy. He's feeling a bit naughty. He sees Mummy Pig there in her bathing costume. And he's getting a bit excited seeing Mummy Pig in a bathing costume. And the children are in bed. They've gone to sleep for the night. Daddy Pig thinks, hmm, I'm feeling a bit randy. I might like to show Mummy Pig. Like to have a shag <laughs> with Mummy Pig. Yeah, but you couldn't come up with anything other than pig boner. We could, but Daddy Pig's got such children. a such a dry delivery. What 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 would Daddy Pig Daddy Pig wouldn't get all you know emotional <laughs> and say, "Oh, I want to fuck you so hard, Mummy Pig." <laughs> Let me pull your bathing costume to the side. No, 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 no. Daddy Pig would say, I've got a raging pig boner. <laughs> That's now, Daddy Pig. Now, at any point, do they spit in each other's mouths in this? I'm so confused. Oh, constantly. Oh, oh my no. God, there's so much spit. So much spit. <laughs> Sounds like a boot stuck on mud only The water. episode of oh, Peppa Pig. Mommy, Daddy, why were you wrestling in the bed? It sounded like you were jumping up and down in muddy puddles. <laughs> I was fucking mommy in the ass. <laughs> so in a way, I was. <laughs> oh. oh, good Lord. Peppa Pig is my favorite anime. Um, <laughs> I love the hentai. <laughs> The ham tie. Wow. Thank you. A half ton of ham tie. Of ham tie. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. What a fun time we've had. Uh, pigs and vampires and ghosts. Pigs, Jeez. vampires, and ghosts. What more do you need? I, um, I, I, nothing, says I. Um, Brent, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you guys for having thank me. Thank you for bringing such an incredible Weekly World News article. <laughs> um, well, thank Vladdy. Thank Vladdy Joe Crowley. Vladdy Joe We Crum. are indebted yeah. to you and your vampiric ways. No, thank you guys for having me. It was a blast. And I'm 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 happy that I finally got to meet uh a celebrity. Yeah. You know, in That's true. Person. Gilbert Godfrey. Thank oh. you to Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, Gilbert. I, I thought you were talking about us, Brent. <laughs> he's a little bit he's being a little he's, shy. He's shy over there. Hi! I'm back. <laughs> He's even more attractive in person than I ever thought. I've got a raging pig boner. <laughs> That's my favorite episode of Peppa Pig. That's mine, too. I love seeing Mommy Pig in a swimming costume. <laughs> the stripes, swimming costume? The stripes and zero skin showing. It's a drawing, but you can tell it's very accurate. <laughs> I want to see Mummy Pig's ham curtains. <laughs> when are we going to get to see that? I want to hear the aristocrats joke done in the style of Peppa Pig. I mean, that's really what it's that's really where we're at. Um Thank, okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Gilbert. Uh we'll let you get back to your cameos now. Yeah. yeah. I have 
None to do right now, but hopefully someone will take pity on me. Well, we know there's one. <laughs> oh, I gotta go. It's it's somebody's fortieth birthday. <laughs> and or bat mitzvah. Well, we know where we can find uh, Gilbert Gottfried, but where can we find Brent Hand? You can find me on the interwebs out there. Just go to hysteria51.com. We got right. links to everything. Uh, if you want to jump on and talk on Facebook, we do have a discussion right. group on there, Hysteria Nation, and I'm on Reddit and the, the tweets and twats and all those things. But yes, just you, uh, you can find links to everything at hysteria 51 Hysteria51.com. A great website, a great podcast. Brent, you're a great friend. Well, thank you so much. And um, uh, I promise to not hold a gun to your head as much in the future. You know, you know it's nice to nice. see you, though. That's good. You know, even if you're holding a gun to our heads. You know, John much. Goforth usually sends us death threats uh, <laughs> and cease and desist letters. But you come in. That just means you're on his radar. Head. That's normal. Right. That's normal in his world. You have that personal touch that we so admire. <laughs> oh, that's so that's, true. What do the French call it? Uh, I don't like about them. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the thing the French say? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. You I hear that, know. France? I don't speak France. <laughs> yeah, I don't speak that, uh, uh, that faux French crap. <laughs> the only thing I know about French is when I get some cool French Doritos. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, boy. Ah, refreshing. Bunk Funkers, what a great time we had today. Huh? We had a great time. We hope we, you enjoyed this edition of Andy and Art Debunked, your Patreon-only bonus episode. That's right. Um, as always, we thank you for being our patrons we mm -hmm. love you yep. and we care about you deeply yeah. in ways you'll never understand and we'll never admit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Due to mostly legal issues. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, there have been a few restraining orders. Okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, anyway, Bunk Funkers, we'll be chatting with you in the Discord. Uh, if you're there, if you're not, you know, feel free to email us, mrbunkerpod at gmail.com. Hit us up on, the, you know, social medias at mrbunkerpod. Um, let us know what you thought. Did you have a good time? Did you not? We do this for you because we care. Art, you got any last words? Um, You know what? I hope all those heaping, hunkering ham hogs out there are uh, having a big old bloodbath and hanging out with Cesar Romero's Okay. <laughs> and uh, an angel flew over the conversation. Yeah, I couldn't uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Yikes! 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 Uh, Bunkers, thanks for joining us. We hope you have a blessed evening and <laughs> have a blessed evening. <laughs> and you know, praise Jesus. Amen. Uh, Bunkers, have a good night. Welcome to Anthology of Heroes, the podcast that explores the most pivotal moments of history through the eyes of those who lived it. In this podcast, we don't spend our time recounting facts and dates. Instead, we follow in the footsteps of national heroes, kings, or ordinary people who lived and breathed the moments that shaped our world. We're not hemmed in by eras, borders, or religions. Instead, we seek out the tales of those who defied the odds and fought passionately for their beliefs. Whether they're right or wrong is up to you to decide. From Vercingetorix's doomed rebellion against Rome to Osceola's unshakable war against the USA, 
all the way up to the inspiring Sobibor concentration camp uprising in World War II, each episode is an immersive listening experience, blending music and sound effects to really draw you into the story. Our episodes go for about 45 minutes, making them perfect for your commute, and are crafted using a wealth of historical sources, which I list on our website if you want to learn more. I'm the host, Elliot Gates, and I'm thrilled to have you joining me as we uncover history's hidden gems and illuminate the faded pages of our past. Look out for the Anthology of Heroes podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from.